Buck Banter with your host, Alpine ISD Superintendent, Dr. Michelle Reinhardt. Good morning, Alpine, and good morning, Martin. How are you doing today? I am doing wonderful, Dr. Mich- uh, Reinhardt. I'm glad you are here today, and did you have yourself a good Thanksgiving? Oh, it was a wonderful break. I'm so glad that everyone had a chance to uh, visit with family and friends and just recharge and celebrate all the things that we have to be thankful for. Wonderful break. Well, this and in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, well, it's a busy time at the Alpine ISD. It is. It is. And the way the calendar worked this year, Martin, we actually have four weeks of school between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Usually we only have three. So you'd think maybe it's a bit more relaxed. Uh, that's not true. It is just four weeks of wildness instead of three weeks of wildness. But this is a really fun time of year. You're sharing earlier, this is one of your favorite times of year, this uh, December time frame. And that's true at the schools as well. So I wanted to share some of the amazing things going on over these four weeks of wildness as we prepare for the for the Christmas holidays. Well, having to do with Christmas and giving and all of those things, let's talk about the food drive. Yes, so Alpine Elementary is hosting a food drive over the next few weeks, and they're collecting canned food donations from fa- families who have a little extra to give to support other families who are in need. And so you'll see more information coming home from the school over the next few weeks on that, but just wanted to put that on your radar. There's going to be lots of opportunities to both celebrate these holidays, but also to practice that spirit of giving over Uh, over the month of December in our schools. Uh, Another giving example, this is one that our kids love. So our amazing PTO, our parent-teacher organization, hosts a Christmas store at Alpine Elementary. That's happening next week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. This is so fun for kids. So imagine all kinds of cute, kind of silly knickknacks that are relatively inexpensive, and students can bring with them a little bit of money to school to purchase gifts for who's on their list. So Last year, I was the proud recipient of a number one mum mug, uh, and my husband got a number one dad mug, so things like that. Uh, kids just love it, and they love the opportunity to buy for those that they love um, in their life. So Give them some real-life experience, too. Yes, yes, and just to share a cute little story from last year. Last year, the Christmas store um, in the district I was in had a number of number one dad trophies, super cute. One of them, I think it was a bit of a spoof, on the back of it, it said, it said, it said number one dad on the front, and on the back it said, number five mom and I was like (laughs) what a gift what a gift so you never know what you're going to get from the Christmas store but it's such a fun opportunity for our students to uh to practice that spirit of gifting to others where do they set that up at in elementary um I think it's in the library but I'm actually not sure yet so I'll just stay tuned and uh I'm gonna be my first time at it this year so excited for it um but in the middle of that, you might be wondering, why aren't we doing that next Wednesday? Why Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday? But Wednesday, December 7th, is a really, really big day in the district. I want to tell you all why. So first of all, all parents and guardians should know that um, we're going to have a half day next Wednesday, middle of the week, half day at our elementary school and our middle school, not at the high school. High school is going to go full day, but the elementary school and middle school will release at noon and our buses will run at that time. The buses will rerun at the end of the day for high high school students. Um, But we're doing an an early release because we are proud to be hosting the district academic UIL competition for grades two through eight um, here in Alpine. And at that, we're going to have students from Kermit and Presidio, again, in those grades two through eight, coming to Alpine to compete in um, academic UIL events. 
Well, that's fantastic. It's awesome. And people might be new to academic UIL. Like, that's kind of a Texas-specific thing. What does that mean? What does that look like? You're talking writing events, speaking events, music events, math, geography, spelling competitions, and more. All kinds of uh, one-off academic disciplines, if you will, will kids get to compete against students from other schools and see how that all kind of comes out. You can compete without being in sports. You can. You sure can. And so we have a challenge. I don't know if you've heard of this yet, Martin, but we want to win all three academic UIL needs. Of course we do. We want to win the elementary one, the middle school one, and the high school one. We want a clean sweep of all three district championships in that. And so we have a little bit of a challenge from the administrative staff to to our students on each campus. And that is, if your campus wins the academic UIL meet, then the campus principal, the campus assistant principal, and myself, superintendent, will host a special pep rally at that campus to celebrate those academic UIL champions. But at that pep rally, the three of us, principal, assistant principal, and myself will kind of draw straws to do one of three things. One of us will get a pie in the face. I'm hoping I get that one, Martin. Uh, Only if it's a tasty pie. (laughs) That's right. That's right. One of us will get slimed and one of us will have to kiss a pig. So I know. I mean, I'm hoping that all three of our campuses win, but I'm also hoping I don't have to kiss a pig three times, Martin. So uh, excited about that. High school UIL, academic UIL competition will be in the spring. But again, elementary and middle school next week, next Wednesday, rooting for those kids. Go Bucks! It's going to be awesome. That should definitely motivate the students. Yes. Yes. So I, and well, I think everybody wants the pie, though. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. And our administrative team are such champs. When I uh, sent a message out to them, hey, are y'all in for this? They didn't miss a beat. They're like, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, thanks to them for being part of the fun. Fantastic. Uh, So things don't end there. We've got an elementary Christmas program. This is always a highlight of this time of year. Uh, There will be three offerings of that, different grade levels. You'll see information coming out from the district over the next week. Those sessions will be the week of December 19th, so still two and a half weeks away. That will be the last week that all of our schools, uh, all of our students are on campus. So more info to come there. It's the Christmas break after that. It is. Yes, sir. So pivot to uh, Alpine Middle School. Again, they're also having the district UIL meet on December 7th. They have the same pep rally incentive. I might live to regret this, Martin. Just stay tuned. See how it goes. So Uh, you have to be at both campuses. I'll be at all three. I mean, all three for the sliming. Yes. 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 You might get one of each. Yes. There you go. There you go. Um, Middle school sports back in full swing. So we had uh, big wins for some of our middle school teams last night hosting Kermit here and then we're also on the road with Kermit as well those teams are looking great having a bunch of fun we're hosting a middle school basketball tournament here in Alpine tomorrow actually so if you want to come catch some of those games those will be happening across town you can see the schedule on our website Um, Also, sneak peek, this has not been released yet, but we are going to have a district-wide spirit dress-up week for the holidays, and that will be the week of December 12th. We don't have the the dates and the the theme days released yet, but I think there's a drop-in later today, so watch for that. Sounds like fun. There always is, and there's more coming from AMS, so stay tuned. It's going to be a busy three more weeks before we wrap up for the holidays. And then we're going to get to the high school, I guess. Yes. So over at the high school, lots of things going on. Um, First, quick reminder that next week we're going to have STAR, which is the state assessment retesting for select students. So this is not all of our students. The students that are retesting, that's been communicated to those students and families. But that opportunity is next week. Um, Also, we have uh, sports back in full swing, basketball, games, tournaments, lots of exciting growth on those teams. We were just talking schedule, Martin. 
And our boys basketball plays tonight at Alpine High School. Both games are at 6 p.m. Varsity is taking on Andrews and JV. looks like they're taking on Fort Davis. Go um, Bucks! Go Bucks! And then our Lady Bucks are in some tournaments this weekend as well. So that's why they're not playing at home tonight. Okay. Well, that'll um, be exciting tonight. Other performances, do not miss. I'm really excited about this one, Martin. Do not miss our band performing in the historic Alpine Christmas Stroll tomorrow. This is the second annual, I believe, of the Christmas Stroll. So this is going to be on East Sol Ross Avenue. Our band performs at 645 at 803 East Sol Ross Avenue. But the Christmas Stroll actually starts at 430 p.m. And it starts at one of Alpine's first public schools, which is what many of us know as the Old Sunshine House. Yes. So see you there at 4.30. Yes, and it's uh, great to have music there from the band. That's yes. just going to make it such an added touch. It'll be Yes, it'll be a wonderful, wonderful evening. We are talking about how today's a bit uncharacteristically warm, if you will, for December. But the weather's going to drop down again tomorrow night for the stroll, so be prepared. Uh, be it'll be cool up. but not cold. That's that's the good thing. There you and go. And it's going to be dry. Was that, that's the other. So. That's right. So it'll be a fun Christmas event for the community. So come on out to that. Also, some other things to share. Mr. Von Grisham's students are wrapping up our student and staff portraits at Alpine High School. People may not know that our students actually take those amazing yearbook pictures for all of our kids um, and for our staff as well. So that's wrapping up this month. And then what everyone looks forward to, Martin. Oh, yeah. Final exams. The week of December 19th, our high school students Either will have their final exams. Either look forward to or fear, one of right, the other. One of the two. One of the two. It's a toss-up. But that's happening then as well as we officially wrap up the school semester on, let me get my dates right, uh, Thursday, December 22nd. will be a half day, and it's our last day of the semester. So more events coming over the next three weeks, but that's just a quick highlight of all the amazing things that are happening across the district. Well, certainly a busy schedule for the month of December, Correct, for sure. correct. And having that extra week between Thanksgiving and December didn't lighten the load at all. It's just given us an extra week to have all kinds of celebrations in, which is wonderful. So second topic I wanted to pivot to and share with you a little bit. I know we've talked about this topic on the show before, Martin, safety and security updates, but wanted to give you some more information as it continues to come out from the Texas Education Agency and share this with the community as well. Just this week on Tuesday, uh, Ms. Caroline Fox, who's our director of special programs and our curriculum director, she and I traveled to Midland to meet with TEAs, that's a Texas Education Agency's newly appointed chief of safety and security. So this is a new state level role that didn't previously exist. His name is John Scott or Chief Scott, and he is a former Secret Service agent who did uh, presidential details. So y'all, he could tell us some interesting stories, I'm sure. But really brings the law enforcement perspective to this work. So he is not an educator. It's one of the first things that he shared with us on Tuesday when he met with superintendents from across West Texas and across Region 18. Um, But he shared his background is the law enforcement and security expertise. He is learning about the education side of working within TEA and supporting school districts from across Texas. But he met with superintendents because he wanted to hear about our specific safety and security needs out here in rural West Texas and how the state can support those. So I just wanted to share with you all some of the big themes that came out of that meeting. Um, As you can imagine, funding was a big topic, right? Where schools were saying, yes, we're putting in place these um, new state minimum building requirements but that money needs to come from somewhere. And we don't want to have that money be forced um, onto communities to have to fund, especially when the state's sitting on billions of dollars of surplus. Yeah. Um, so that was part of what we talked about. Also talked about the human capital challenges that exist in rural West Texas. So how um, difficult it is in our rural and remote communities 
um, to have the staffing that we need specifically in this area of safety and security to do some of this work. And here in Alpine, we are so blessed to have strong relationships with Alpine PD, Brewster County Sheriff's Office, DPS, the other law enforcement agencies in the area that really help lend their expertise in law enforcement to the schools because as trained educators, that's not what we trained in, right? And so we need their expertise to help us uh, continue to take our next steps in safety and security. We also shared with them the unique challenges in our part of West Texas. Uh, so welcome to a place where the next town is a 45-minute drive or the nearest Walmart is a couple hours away. So excited to have him out here so he could hear about those. Also, as people um, in our area know, our region of West Texas almost is, is two sub-regions in one. We have very well-funded schools in the oil field of school districts and counties, and then severely underfunded schools, particularly here in the Big Bend region. And so it was great. I was so glad that we could go up and represent some of the, what the state calls property poor, using air quotes there, y'all, property poor school districts um, that are underfunded and that have very different financial challenges than some of the oil field districts. Um, and then, as I kind of mentioned before, a big focus of TA's work here, bringing in law enforcement expertise, is how do we help support educators and school districts in law enforcement work that they are not uh, that they are not historically trained for. So that's some of what um, came out of the meeting. One other big summary point I wanted to share with some with everyone here is one of the chief's big learnings. Again, think about his background: former Secret Service agent, right? He was all about security. That was his primary sole responsibility. Well, that's what he did. That's exactly what he did, right? And now he's working in a school system. He's working in school systems where where security is not actually our primary function. It's becoming more and more a key function of our work, but it's not the one thing we exist to do, right? right? That we that yes, we need to keep our students and st staff safe, but our primary function is to provide a high quality education in a positive culture. And so there's always that balance between safety and security and uh, learning and culture as well. Well, it's, it's, it's great to have that the teachers can concentrate on the teaching. Correct. And, and, and that with the and district, the, we're handling the sides of safety and security to keep all of our students and staff safe. Absolutely. Right. So more to come from the TA on this over the next few months, I imagine, especially as we move into legislative session in January. But wanted to share those updates with uh, the community about both our learning from that session, but also our representation of schools in this area uh, with that state level chief. So. Okay, and you've also got some uh, improvements in technology happening. Yes, so excited to share about this. So this is a topic we haven't talked about yet, Martin, but one I wanted to bring to our community to kind of update on because we've made some really big improvements in this area over the last few months. I wanted to celebrate those. So first, I'm going to root this part of the conversation in our Alpine ISD goals and objectives. So we have four goals and seven objectives, and one of our seven objectives is to enhance and increase Alpine ISD student access to technology resources. And that's exactly what this is all about. And so we've made some really big progress over the last uh, year in this area. So let me share with you a little bit of what that looks like. We have one-to-one -one devices, electronic devices for students across the district. So for many of our students, that's Chromebooks, which are a form of laptop, if you will. Um, and then also we have iPad sets for our lower grades as well that they can use in class. And then we have different checkout policies where those can go home depending on the grade and depending on what they're using them for. So really excited about that ability to provide all of our students access to technology. Uh, so important in 2022. And those are high-end uh, electronics too. Yes, yes. Such a blessing for our kids. 
Also, though, I wanted to share this one with the ESSER funds that we received both from the federal government, then down through the state government, we were able to upgrade our instructional technology. So think technology that exists in the classroom. Specifically, we were able to purchase interactive instructional boards for almost every district, I mean, every classroom in the district. And so the brand that we bought, they're called Promethean boards. So if you hear teachers or students talking about them, you'll probably hear that term. But think it's like an interactive TV, if you will. It's a touch screen. You can interact with it, move things around, drive just like it's a massive iPad, if you will, but TV sized on the wall. Um, teachers can also mirror and stream to it. So project their their um, computers up on it. They can do document cameras to show and they're working through uh, work with students, et cetera, doing labs together, all of that. There's just so many great uses of these that we've seen from our staff members already, but we didn't have these at scale across the district. And so this was um, a way that we were able to leverage ESSER funds, which were designed to help address instructional gaps that came about due to COVID, to make big instructional infrastructure updates in our district that were so very needed. Well, that is a big upgrade from a blackboard and chalk, that's yeah, for sure. It sure is. It sure is. And they're a huge benefit to our kids. I love going over to uh, the elementary as well, where the they the boards there are set a little bit lower because it's not just a teacher device. It's right. also a student device. So, uh, And I tell you what, if you're not sure how to do something on one of those devices, those kids can show you. I was just going <laughs> to say, they're growing up at those devices, so they're almost expecting it at Exactly school. right. They are about ready to lead our PD. One other thing I'll say about that, though, we've also been blessed through our ESSER funding to be able to um, create a two-year temporary position for an instructional technologist. And what this person does is they help everyone learn how to use this new technology, right? So like, what a blessing to have in your classroom, but we haven't had it before. How do I use that? And so we've been so blessed to have Sarah Beth Baxley in that role as helping teachers uh, learn how to integrate this technology into their classes in powerful ways. That's fantastic. That's definitely a position that would have been needed with those with those new absolutely absolutely so we're so glad to be able to do that as we wrap up i just wanted to wrap up with some celebrations as in summary so um these celebrations came about as i was writing my monthly column for the alpine avalanche i was doing some different research with some of the new data that came out from the 2022 state accountability ratings so these are from the state of texas for public school districts and here's what we found this is so so exciting so alpine high school was the fourth ranked high school in all of Region 18. And and we know when accountability ratings came out in August, Martin, we talked about the amazing things that are happening on each of our campuses, but we didn't have this kind of comparison data yet. And so fourth ranked in all of Region 18. But here's the thing. Schools one through three are magnet selective enrollment schools in Midland, Odessa. And so Alpine High School is the top ranked rural high school in West Texas. It's also the top ranked open enrollment school, which means that we take all kids, not just um, not just some. And so, so excited about that for Alpine High School. Also, Alpine Middle School, Martin, this is awesome, was the top ranked middle school and or junior high. So we have a five through eight campus, but we compared ourselves to districts that have six through eight campuses as well in all of Region 18. And Region 18 is like Stanton in the Northeast, all the way to Van Horn in the West, all the way down to um, Sanderson, Terlingua, Presidio. Um, so, so, so proud of that. As I said in the in my article in the paper this week, there is something for everyone in Alpine ISD, but these results also push on the misconception that the best schools and the best opportunities exist in urban areas. And what I want our community to know is Alpine, those opportunities exist right here. Uh, we represent. Yes, sir. That, that yes, is sir. for sure. 
So that's what I have for today. Um, thank you again for the time. And I hope um, everyone has enjoyed uh, these updates, is enjoying this time of year. There's so much to be a part of, and we're just honored to be part of it as well. So go Bucks! I think our next show, Martin, is on Friday, December 16th. The 16th it is. Okay. Have a great day, everyone. All right. You have been listening to Buck Banter with Alpine ISD Superintendent, Dr. Michelle Reinhardt. You can hear that every other Friday right here on KVLF, same time.